love the fact that you're looking at the baton handoff, you know, that as as an opportunity. And I I'd say that we have that opportunity in in every capacity in our industry to make the the transition from the promise to the execution better and smoother. You know, I've seen so many implementations where you know, we get caught up with the customer and the customer saying, no, 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 that's not what they told me when we were in the sales cycle. This is what we were talking about. And, you know, either A, something becomes a surprise. B, you know, it doesn't function the way that, you know, somebody promised. And if we could have better alignment between the commitments that are being made and how we execute, oh my goodness, think about the happy customers. What is happening, Rob? Lauren, I am back from Scotland. Thank you for everyone's patience for those last two weeks for not dropping episodes on Tuesday, but super excited to be here with you to do an episode where we're probably going to call this what's on our mind or what are our customers telling us? So super excited for that. What's on your mind, Lauren, uh, personally, or what, what do you got going was, on over there? I was really hoping you'd come back with a good Scottish bro. <laughs> I was really <laughs> oh hoping you're going to come back I, with I, <laughs> so I, that was, that was intense. So I, I learned one thing about my accent that we can get going here. Apparently English people who are named C-R-A-I-G. So Craig, I think all, all, all British people, I guess, think that Americans and they say Greg or Craig, it sounds the same. And one of my coworkers, who's an extremely talented person is named, I call him C Craig now. So he knows I'm calling him and not Greg, but that was something that was really interesting. And then also, I just learned that generally just don't say your T's. So it's Scottish. And that's, that was all you can think about out of me. I appreciate, I appreciate that you came back with something like, you know, because it, it just takes me back to Mike Myers, you know? Oh, yeah. It he's, looks he's, like he's... an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> My mouth just dropped, guys. All right. Anyway, <laughs> LJ. So we're going to focus this episode on what we're hearing from our customers. We were recording this on Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, LJ. So why don't you kick us off in typical mom fashion and lead the show here. Oh my goodness. So we are talking today about our hottest topics. Like what is happening out there? There's scuttlebutt going on. There's a lot of scuttlebutt. I, I think one of the scuttlebutt topics that firms are really struggling with is optimization. You know, we've we've talked about this all of the, quite a bit, but I think that there's a deeper conversation to be had when it comes to optimization. It's this drive to always be better. It's this drive to do as much with what you have as you can. And there are firms now that are coming to, you know, leap consulting and, you know, are looking for ways to be better. And sometimes it's really just about evaluating what you have. I, I, I counsel firms all the time that innovation is a subjective term and you can innovate in a number of different ways. Sometimes it's relooking at your process. Maybe it's relooking at your mission, your vision, your values. Maybe it's relooking at your data or at least learning how to do that. So I think optimization is the name of the game right now. Um, trying to do more and do the best with what you have and then look for gaps and opportunities for investment. I love that. So, and and by the way, guys, we did plan this, but that ties in with my number one, which was on, uh, so 
I was in Scotland for two weeks. One was vacation. That was the second week. The first week was for Kylo's annual all hands meeting. So everyone from across the globe comes in. And on Monday and on Friday of that week, we talked about how our services sales and our product sales teams could get 1% better or deliver a 1% better experience. And Lauren, other way, I was thinking about you this whole time. So, and this is like a little bit of like, I don't know if they're going to be mad at me, but like we, we use Blur for our CRM, we use Rike for our projects, and we use Jira for our ticketing system, for our support. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to fix this. And this is one of the, this is like the, the quickest way to get it is we were having this issue where like the sales notes and including our Jiminy reporting, like we have a, a call recorder that we could cut snippets from the sales team from when the, during the sales process, whether it's services or product, and add it so that the people who do the implementations and setup can know what they were looking for, for awesome docs or data tools. So now we're, we have to have, we have a certain template window that we're going to implement that's going to get carried into Rike, and then that's going to get carried into support. And all that's going to live on a company, probably a Confluence page, which is an Alassian tool. And so that like, you can see the full cycle, even if you are dealing with the customer two years after they were implemented or sold, you'll see the legacy and you can have the recording and the clips and, and all that stuff uh, in there. So one of the things that we were looking at is our, our handoff processes to get 1% better for that customer, which is a thousand percent in line with what your number one was of optimization, right? So we're, and, and every time we were talking about things, we're like, oh, these things don't integrate. And I'm like, well, Lauren always in my, my you're talking in my head now, by the way. There and is no like, transformation without, without integration. integration. Yeah, I'm just saying it in my head <laughs> as we're in this meeting. And I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking it and I kind of said it around it. But I was like, oh, well, this is going to make a great podcast episode. So guys, that's a real life example of optimization of just thinking about how, like, did you go through your application process? Did you go through your onboarding process? Do it yourself. Like we went through it and we were like, ooh, this is bad. Uh, this is not the best experience for a customer. We're really committed to long-term value of our customers. Uh, and so that was just a great, great way to go through an optimization for a sales team. I, I love the fact that you're looking at the baton handoff, you know, the, as as an opportunity. And I, I'd say that we have that opportunity in in every capacity in our industry to make the, sa- the transition from the promise to the execution better and smoother. You know, I've seen so many implementations where you know, we get caught up with the customer and the customer saying, no, 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 that's not what they told me when we were in the sales cycle. This is what we were talking about. And, you know, either A, something becomes a surprise. B, you know, it doesn't function the way that, you know, somebody promised. And if we get a better alignment between the commitments that are being made and how we execute, oh my goodness, think about the happy customers. And that is a huge area of optimization. So are you looking at every nook and cranny of your business and going, is this in the best state it can be to to get the best result for the entirety of my business, not just one segment, not just one department, all of it. Yeah, and I think to your point, um, yeah, like, go through your processes, right? Because I can imagine going from recruiting to credentialing or or onboarding as always an opportunity for friction to occur. And it could always, it, it, and it doesn't have to be a huge difference. It could be 1% better. And then you could have short-term and long-term plans. You, like that's what I think you do really well, Lauren, is you sit down don't and say, hey, hey, the, don't eat the elephant. Or how do you deal with it? One bite at a time, not not the whole elephant because that would be ridiculous. So yeah, and, and and I think it flows really nicely moving into what I was thinking about and what, I, what people keep calling me for is reporting and getting better at reporting. 
So before I left and then during my time in Scotland when I was working, people keep calling me to improve Canvas reports. And not as a plug, but Kylo has an incredible report builder. So she's a, a whiz at Cognos. She actually builds our Power BI reports too. So she's super, super like good at data analytics and data science and using all that stuff. So just so you, maybe for you to know or anyone to know. Um, well, but- let's just, she's, she's an astronaut genius because I couldn't figure out. Uh, she's also a triathlete. You get so the she, she Nobel does Prize for reporting because <laughs> I went through six hours of Canvas training, and you know, I, I, it, it took me, it took me a hot minute to rub two sticks together to get some basic reporting. You're not the only so one. I admire her. She's my hero. That's what well, I'm saying. So anyway, I, yeah, it, it's, it was, it was good. To, it's really good to meet everyone at Kylo. By the way, it's just a cool team, but. The, the Canvas Plus, so we have like, but we have a few canned reports that we deliver as Canvas Plus on a subscription basis. And then if you combine those with services, we can customize them a little bit if they don't exactly meet, but you don't have to pay for a full report to be built, which, you know, if you think about LOE, it's like, so p- charging based on level of effort, how many hours it's going to cost you, it could be astronomical if you're building some co- really complicated report from start, from scratch. So anyway, everyone, everyone wants to get better at reporting, which in my brain was super exciting as much as I don't like talking about Canvas because to our point, it is complicated and I don't want to learn how you have Cognos, but it, it, it's so interesting because if you think about the value of reporting and, and you're going to go into this next, but if you have good data in the system, you can get good data out to make good decisions or look at data in a, in a reporting fashion and make great decisions. And it also ties into automation very neatly. So These two themes, like automation as a theme itself and reporting flowing, like having the the backbone for good reporting is having good data in the system. And then using that to not only get good data out to make better decisions or to understand your business better, but also to just be more efficient at automation or have the ability to automate more things. So with that, I will let you go into your second point, which again, by the way, we didn't plan any of these talking points, but they're just flowing really easy. Uh, so what is your second point? <laughs> well, let me add just a, a minute on, on big data. I, I really love that firms are asking these questions because I think that for a while, businesses were overwhelmed with the data and not really sure how to execute on it and not really sure how to take that data and make the org and take action to make the organization better based on that data. And then, you know, how to have a continual cycle of that betterment, right? These are all interweaved with with one another. If you know how to use your data, you can optimize really well, or you can look for areas of optimization if you if you have good data. And so I love the fact that firms are asking these questions now. It means we're, you know, we're kind of leveling up. You know, each year we level up, we get better, we take one topic, we chew it up, we get good at it. And, and then, you know, we move on to the next one. So I love the fact that firms are asking you these things, asking me these things, because it it means we're maturing. And in the, the, when we get, we have optimization, we look at big data and what we do with that, we naturally now need to talk about the topic of adoption, which has been the number one 2022 conversation. I The reason agencies are hiring my firm is help us get better with adoption. We paid all of this money for these tools and no one is using them or we're not using them right or we're not using them to, you know, it's their full capacity. And there's so much opportunity to get a return on your investment with these tools. You know, first and foremost, we have to ensure that we have a metric of success for each one of our tools. And if you don't, that's, that's, you've heard me say this over and over until I'm blue in the face. 
if you don't have a metric of success for each of the vendors that you are partnered with, you must go back and and write what that metric is going to be so that you can really see the tangible ROI. But adoption is a bigger thing. We're looking for stickiness. We're looking for continuity in the process. We're um, looking to create an experience. And that's a big responsibility because it's experience for the client, experience for the candidate, and experience for your internal team members. And that's where there is no transformation without integration because your internal team members are pivoting all over the place and different logins and different places. If it's not integrated, it becomes really, really hard to make sticky and really, really hard to get adoption. And so adoption, adoption, adoption is what we're we're talking about. We're creating, now we're creating bespoke training programs and doing all of these things so that we can help an end user. And the way that we're learning is changing. I think that's why this is such a hot topic because the traditional you know, 90 minute long video on how to do something isn't resonating with users anymore. It's And so none of our videos are over six minutes. I mean, we really have these micro learning opportunities with each topic so that we're staying within the window of the average attention span now. And it's not because people are unintelligent. It's there's so much coming at them that these micro learnings are a more effective way to get that stickiness that we're looking for. So, you know, all of these topics you know, create a better experience internally and externally. Yeah, I think, and I just really quick is uh, I was, I was, you were, you were talking and I was having this moment in my head where I'm like, oh, like one of the things that we've seen a lot of success with some of our products and, you know, I'm not trying to make this a sales thing, but like, if you can make it part of the training and it's, it's right in Bullhorn. So it's, it's it, you wouldn't know that you were using a different product. If you can execute it from Bullhorn, the integration's tight and uh, without spending more money to go live with Bullhorn, if you're moving over net new. But if you could train your recruiters from the get-go that the add-ons and bullhorn are all just one seamless process, it's all written down. There's a, you know, there's a, a page, a confluence page, whatever you want to call it, page in your learning center or your company hub that just says, hey, here's how you do it. Here's what these statuses mean. Here's what these no types mean. And then the add-ons are just part of it or the parts that you want a bullhorn to be used are just part of it. It is going to create a ton of stickiness. So to your point, we have some products that with some very large customers that if, if it goes down, there's a hundred support tickets in under a minute. That's just to kind of give you an example. So that's sticky. That's a very that's, sticky product. And, and that's what agencies are looking for is they're looking to simplify, you know, community. We've been talking about community, continuity, you know, connection. The three, those are the three C's um, of 2022. When I was just uh, watching Top Chef and it was crunchy, chewy, and crisp. <laughs> Well, don't say that because then I'm going to forget our continuity. Forget all of that. All of all of this, the, the adoption and that stickiness that we're looking for is so that we're, whoops, sorry, my microphone just tipped over. So you would never know Lauren's not an Italian the way she speaks with her hands. I, she just gave a hand flick and everything went flying. I know. But don't the French do that? <laughs> Go ahead. Keep... No, this whole continuity and and community and and so I think we're we're just changing the way that we learn. We're changing the way that we you know consume information, and we have to adapt to that. And and so I think. I love the fact that agencies are saying, "Help us get sticky with our investments." I learned how to crochet. 
as at the oh. gathering. One of our things was to figure out how we learn best. And so we had like a YouTube video on, we had an expert uh, from the island at the, at the event. And then we also had some, some papers to like kind of show you how to crochet. And I'm definitely a combination of, I, I learned best from a video. I was sitting there, I, I, like I need to be one-on-one -on -one with the video. I have to I, see it. And I got going and I got the first thing and I got like the first, I couldn't, I couldn't come back, but it was definitely, I'm definitely a video learner now. And I think that goes, cause that's how I learned how to edit the podcast and do all these things that I count too. But so just maybe, maybe important to identify that with a crocheting exercise with your new hires. <laughs> I mean, my goodness, I learned to farm on YouTube, right? Like we had no idea how to, you know, fix a goat. We had no idea how to, you know, help weather their horns and stuff like that. We had to learn it all on YouTube. So, I mean, that's how most people learn everything now. Like you can I learn know. anything on YouTube and then just practice it. So how I learned how to trim my artichokes, how I learned how to, uh, um, well, those artichokes you posted online look good. Today. I know. Amazing. Right. They're amazing. I learned how to clip my, my chicken's wings, like all of the things we've learned on what happens to their little butts? You know, they get little. Right, now we're getting, we're getting a little, little, we get a little granular here. Little uh, If you don't have ash in your chicken coop, you know, oh, and really? they get little mites and stuff like that because they love to go in and, and clean themselves and stuff like that. It's fascinating. But there's the whole point of that is the way that we learn has changed. We have absolute accessibility information to make us better, faster, smarter, all of those things. I love it. Anyway. All right. Well, YouTube <laughs> farmer. Yeah. YouTube farmer. The last thing is, guys, we're about a month away from Bullhorn Engage. So we're super excited oh. to get back to Bullhorn, get back to Boston. I didn't say Bullhorn. Get back to Boston for Engage. Uh, we miss, I definitely missed it the last two years. I'm sure oh you did gosh. as well. So, so it was always my favorite event of the year because Boston is my favorite city. And then the last Engage that was canceled was going to be in Austin. And I was kind of like, I love going to Boston in June. So selfishly, I was so excited. We're back in my favorite city. I'm taking my youngest daughter because we're looking at uh, law schools. So she will be at many of the events. She's coming to the women's event, one of the breakfasts and all of that. So you'll get to meet my little mini me. That's but the one that looks just like you, right? The one that just looks just like me. Yes. So she's yes. coming with me. And I'm really excited about that. I, I'm sponsoring the uh, women's event in partnership with Panda Logic and Clear Edge. So I could not be more proud to go from being, you know, just an attendee for the last, however, what better part of a decade to now, you know, sponsoring an event. I like am overwhelmed with, with joy and gratitude over that. Well, that's what happens when you take the leap. So Ah, I see what you did there. I'm all on brand here. I'm always on brand. Anyway, so Kyla will be there. The USA team will be there. We're super excited. We we're at booth six, so come see us. I will be there. I will be giving away probably you own the experience stickers and maybe some Kylo swag. We Kylo has their own official tartan. Uh, I tried to get kilts made, but it's very expensive, so obviously did not do that. Uh, but stickers are doable, uh, so you can come check out the official Kylo tartan. You uh, can which, have Kylos. They're the little fuzzy Kylos. Those are my favorite. Oh, uh, did you see? I have a, well, you're, you make fun of my no, toys, but Angus I behind me. I do make me, fun of your toys. Do you, do you see the hairy, the hairy coo behind me now? I bought a, I bought a hairy coo, which is just how they say cow, which is a Kylo, a Highland cow. I bought a, a photo or like a 10 by 10 painting of one or print of one in, in Edinburgh. And yeah, so we're just super excited guys. Kylo is also sponsoring the, um, one of the talk tracks. So I'll be introducing the automation all-stars, which. Probably all people that I sold here fish to at some point, which is now Bullhorn Automation, by the way. I don't know if I ever told you, but that when the Bullhorn did that like automation all-star thing the first time, everyone who was an all-star were all my all my deals. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. 
And we're just, we're just really excited to get there. So June 1st and 2nd, if you haven't been, uh, it's more than, I mean, it's only one day, so it might be more of a born thing. Uh, but generally it's more of a thought leadership with a, maybe like a 30, 40% side of Bullhorn where it's like 60, 70% thought leadership. And there is a lot of Bullhorn, but it's not like usually the, the, the main focus of all the talks. You can there's think, so yeah. much content going on. There's there's so much opportunity to collaborate. Well, I, I think what I've always loved, I mean, outside of seeing Stampede, right? You know, like, mm. are we going to see Stampede? Like, I just need to know if we're going to see the band. Are they coming? If you don't know what Stampede they, is, it's it's the COO um, and president who is Matt uh, Fisher, Art Pappas, who's the CEO Art and co-founder. And, Usually, and uh, so many other Bullhorn members that are just rocking out. Well, our favorite, our, one amazing. of our favorites gone. Vinda's gone, so that's sad. I know, I know, man. She did a badass Stevie Nicks. So, yeah, I, but I'm I'm excited to to have the whole Bullhorn team back together. It really is. It's, it's not all Bullhorn. There's great content, you know, great opportunity to to work with one another. I'm just super excited. I can tell you're pounding your hand on the desk. I, anyway. I really wasn't. That's the warehouse. So oh, okay. we've got to work on, because my microphone's so good. Whenever one of the rolling doors comes down, you can hear it. I can oh. feel the thud. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I know. So it's all, it's all new recording for Lauren and I in the, in the I know. consulting I have office. New surroundings. So now that I'm surrounded by motor cars. Very exciting. We have to get like an engine revving and part of the part of the soundtrack for the show. Anyway, well, guys, this episode is brought to you by Kylo and Leap Consulting Solutions. If you are ready for digital transformation done right, take the leap. Consulting Solutions. That was a live commercial, Lauren. That was badass. All right, guys. Well, so again, just maybe a real quick recap. So we got one percent better optimization. Reporting is a big focus. It also helps you with automation. Adoption is super important for all of that. And don't forget Bullhorn Engage, June 1st and 2nd. If you know someone who works at Bullhorn, they probably have a somewhat of a discount code at this point. It's a little late in the game, but go check them out. Go reach out to them. Um, they're happy to share that with you. And thank you guys for tuning in. And we will see you next week. So signing off, this is Rob. And I'm Lauren. Now go do something good. Thanks, guys.